guys, it's Amber here, and you are listening to the A-List Podcast. If you're interested in celebrity gossip, fashion, travel, and hearing my crazy experiences while being in the fashion industry, then take this journey with me and my various co-hosts and podcasts the right way. Check out my Instagram account at IamYesAmber and click the link in my bio to join the Patreon and subscribe to be a part of the A-List crew. See you there. Real, why you wanna fake? Make you shiver like an earthquake. Hit the ground like a landscape. Cook, book, book, book. Got your girl shook, shook. Coming like a tsunami. Got that flavor. Ooh, mommy. I can tell that you want me. On the street, like she's so freaky. what up what up your girl is here and ready to start this episode guys thank you for waiting for me i know it's been a little bit of some time but life has happened to me in all positive ways of course your girl has started um at a new company and so that has taken up a lot of my time but i'm here i'm happy and I'm ready to give you what you guys have been waiting for. I know, I know, I know. I've seen the messages and the concerns, but gonna give you all that you deserve because oh, we all deserve a little bit of Amber. Okay, so welcome back to the A-List Podcast. We are on episode 104. It's June, it's hot. It's summer officially, guys, and I am so happy that I can dress in all of my spectacular outfits and get my tan on, guys. I am so happy about all of it. And summer is always like the best time to just like live your best life. Or when it's cold, you can also travel to where it's warm and still live your best life. But I think the moral of the story is warm weather makes you feel great. So here we are. The 4th of July is coming up. I'm really excited about it. I hope everyone has plans. And not really to celebrate independence because as we all know, if we haven't been living under a rock with the recent um, overturn of Roe versus Wade, Yes, you guys, our country has failed us again. But are we really surprised? I mean, I know I'm not. So this was in the making for a while, and we saw it transpiring when Trump was in office. We knew this was coming. We knew it was going to happen. It's really sad, and it freaking sucks. But 4th of July, it's still a holiday. We're off of work. So how about we just celebrate having... A long weekend because I know I am and so today's episode I am giving you my top five summer weekend trips that I like to take and this is you know mainly for the folks who live on the East Coast or in the tri-state area these are really great places that you can drive to or take a short flight that will give you what you need. A three-day weekend vacation, four days would be preferable. But again, you can make it happen and you can take a break from your everyday life. 
And if you listen to episode 102, I do speak a lot about working from home and taking a break and taking trips. And so, yes, I know I just started at a new company and it is not freaking remote and I will not get into that, but (laughs) that was the intent. I applied because it said remote and then they opened the offices back up as soon as I started interviewing, which, you know, with my luck, that would freaking happen. Um, But... I'm looking at the bigger picture. It is hybrid, so I'm in the office and at home. So same setup as my prior company. Um, But yeah, again, the ultimate goal is to be able to work from home full time. So I'm taking this as an opportunity to grow and it's all positive. So anyway, to get back on track here. (laughs) Um, So yes, long weekends are great for just clearing your mind and you know getting yourself back on track so i'm starting with my number five place to travel for a long weekend and that is newport rhode island guys so if you live on the east coast or the tri-state area you've heard of newport you've probably been to newport but if you haven't you definitely should go it's totally worth the drive. I'm in Connecticut. It's about a two and a half hour drive from where I am. And it really is worth it. There's a lot of sightseeing that can be done. It's a special place. Um, There's many historic buildings and homes and you can learn so much about the history there. I went on a long weekend vacation there during COVID and it was honestly really educational. They have boat tours, they have trolley tours, they even have a ghost tour. And honestly, (laughs) if you're into Supernatural, if you're into that whole thing, it might be interesting. I did not take it because I did not know about it the time that I went, but I had a ghost experience while I was there. I just, it's a long story. I don't want to get into it. I'll just say this. I was attacked by a freaking ghost. And this, <laughs> this, obviously, I probably shouldn't be saying this because I don't want to scare anyone because I'm saying that this is a place that you should visit. But I also welcome, you know, that into my life. So I'm interested in, you know, other dimensions and I'm highly interested in other planets and the what we would call ET extraterrestrial um and so I'm into all the the what my husband would call nerdy stuff so yeah (laughs) but anyway so if those of you for those of you who don't know um many of America's most wealthy people really flocked to this region during the Gilded Age. So there's so many tours that can give you the history on these mansions. You can do mansion tours and they can tell you about all of these people and where their money came from and, you know, what happened while they were there. I mean, like, it's it's legit, like, really interesting if you're into that stuff. Um, there's wineries, there's beaches, great food for sure. Um, and one bonus you're really close to Massachusetts where marijuana is legal. Hello, hello, hello. So there's a bunch of dispensaries and it's only maybe a 20 minute drive to the closest dispensary. So if you like to, you know, 
partake if you like to relax if you enjoy a little marijuana it's also really cool because you're close to massachusetts so i've put together some places that would be great to stay i have one that is like you really have to have a budget for it because it's super expensive and then another is okay so the castle hill inn it is the number one place to stay in newport um, it's super expensive and the rooms fill up really quickly. I have not stayed there yet, but that is because whenever I've done my trips to Newport, uh, they've always been last minute and there's no rooms available. Um, but if you can get a room at the Castle Hill Inn, you trust me, you'll love it. Uh, Gurney's. Gurney's is my my go-to wherever there is a Gurney's, which is only Montauk and Newport. So... Gurney's is a less expensive option than the Castle Hill Inn, but it is still considered, you know, luxury in the sense of the price, you know, so sometimes that'll be anywhere from $400 to $600 a night. Um, now, you get the resort fill at Gurney's. You have the pool, you're right on the water, um, you have the view of the bridge, it's really pretty, the food's great, the rooms, eh, eh. I could leave it. So it's up to you. But there's also a bunch of other really inexpensive um, hotels there. So I would say Priceline is your best friend if you want to go to Newport and not spend a ton of money on uh, where you're going to sleep. So, but either way, Newport is a great place to go to. And just like for a long weekend, three days max, it's definitely fun good food, great experience. So that is my number five choice. All right, number four, New York City. Everyone's been to New York City. Everyone knows New York City. You know, for me, because I've lived so close forever, it's not that exciting. I rarely choose to go into the city, but then when I do go, I always realize how great it is. So New York City is number four for me. And, um, I like to stay off the beaten path. I like to do kind of what the locals do in New York City. So I really don't do the touristy stuff at all. I stay away from Times Square. And I like to say that Soho is a great place to start when we're talking about restaurants, when we're talking about like hangouts, going to bars. I think Soho is really the place to be. Now, I will say... The museums are great. And and museums, I feel like going to a museum is not a touristy thing. Maybe it sounds like it for New York City. But there's so many great museums that you can go to in New York City. Um, and even if it's for a date or f- by yourself. I love to travel by myself, by the way, if you haven't known. If you didn't listen to episode 102, I talk all about traveling alone, having your me time. New York City is great for that too. And you can meet a lot of people. Um, so there's some great restaurants. Also, the Polo Bar is back open, and I highly suggest if you have not been, you should definitely go. Um, and this restaurant, I Fiori, is at the Langham Hotel, and this is actually where Rich and I got engaged. This hotel is really, really nice. Um, so it's also an option to stay at if you wanted to do a weekend in New York City. Now, again, it is more on the expensive side, but the restaurant in that hotel is 
so good. I mean, everything we had was so good. Our friends came and met us and everything they had was so good. I mean, it just, it, it, I was highly surprised. Um, but yeah, so the Langham, the Langham to stay, I would stay at the Langham. It's not budget friendly, but if you wanted something budget friendly, the Mondrian is always a good hotel to stay at if you kind of want to stay in a budget and it's on Priceline. So if you do it on Priceline, you're only spending like 200, 250 MA, which is always ideal if you don't want to spend a bunch of money, especially if you're not going to spend a lot of time in the hotel. So New York City, always a good option just to get away for a night or two. I wouldn't do more than two nights just because you can get tired of New York City very quickly. Um, all right, number three. Washington, D.C. I feel like D.C. is a bit slept on, um, but it is so close to New York, Connecticut, this whole tri-state area. It's not a long drive. If you want to drive, it's probably a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour drive from where I am. But the last time I went, I flew, and the flight was maybe 45 minutes, so it's perfect. You just hop on a flight, and you hop right off. Um, DC, I'm okay with being a tourist in DC and I'm okay with it because there's so much to look at and there's so much history there that it's okay to be a tourist. So one of my favorite places was the African American Museum. Now, not only because of the history and the lessons that you can learn from everything there, but the food. I mean, you, listen, you can't have an African-American museum without good food. If your food is not on point, then no, baby, something's wrong here. The food there, darling, was so freaking good. There's shrimp and grits. And shrimp and grits, listen, shrimp and grits, you can mess that up. It's very hard to get a good shrimp and grits. So if you're at the museum and you can get a good shrimp and grits, then you know, baby, the people behind the counter are doing their job okay. So DC for me is a great place to check out for a long weekend. Um, I The last time I was there, I stayed um, actually in Arlington, Virginia, in Pentagon City. Now, it's not DC, but it's super close. It's maybe a 15-minute ride from DC. Um, but I also stayed there because I was, I was there going to a pageant. And so I ended up in Virginia... I ended up in Virginia because the pageant was in Arlington, Virginia, but it was so close to DC that I was able to actually hop over and hang out with my friends there and go out to eat, try some restaurants. And so that was like really, really cool. Now, staying in Arlington, Virginia, I actually really liked because it was away from the crazy, but close enough that I could be a part of the crazy because sometimes I like to be a part of the crazy, y'all. So... Yes, D.C., stay in Virginia or stay in D.C. Um, there's so many great hotels in D.C. And again, Priceline is your friend. Priceline will give you the best deals. Um, and you can research the areas of where the hotels are to figure out where you really want to be. So food in D.C., I mean, like I said, 
the food at the American the African American Museum was great, but like there's also so many good restaurants in DC. DC is so cultured. Like yes, it's black, but it's like so cultured with so many different types of black. It would this is what makes it freaking great. So um, there's a restaurant called Hello Betty. It's like a Surfside crab oil, and you can get your Maryland crabs there. So if you like seafood, I highly suggest trying this place. The second restaurant that I suggest trying is called St. James. So it's a modern Caribbean restaurant, and the chef is a native of Trinidad. And so you know you're getting all those flavors, all those spices, I mean, with a modern twist, right? So I say seafood, go to Hello Betty. If you want flavor, if you want Caribbean, then St. James is your friend. Okay, so are you ready for number two? <laughs> okay, number two is only in the second spot because you got to take a plane. But, y'all, Miami is my number two for best places to travel for a short weekend trip. All right, listen, Miami is still my favorite place to tr take a long weekend trip but it's in my number two spot only because you have to take a plane, all right? So listen, I've stayed pretty much everywhere in Miami, um, but my main two hotels, I do make sure I'm at whenever I'm there. At this point is the One Hotel or the Fountain Blue. Now, my husband turns his nose up at the Fountain Blue. He's like, ugh, the Fountain Blue, it's trashy. I mean, that it can be, but I will say that I enjoy both of these places for different reasons. The one I really enjoy because I, I'm getting my luxury. There's not a bunch of kids running around um, and it's quiet and it's nice and it's posh and clean and pretty and the decor and the smell. I mean, it's just, I, I can go on and on, right? So. At the one, I'm getting luxury. At Fountain Blue, I'm getting fun. I'm getting, you know, they actually really have the best spa to me. The spa at the Fountain Blue is the best place that I've ever gotten a facial. Now, a lot of people are surprised when I say that, but I I promise you, they the the estheticians there are, listen, they're top notch. So I really go to the Fountain Blue when I really wanna get a good facial or massage and just relax by myself. So again, touching base on traveling by yourself. I do Miami alone all the time. And when I do it alone, most of the time I'm at the Fountain Blue. And that's just simply because I get all that I need there. I get the spa. I get the pool, the fun, the party, and you always can meet good people, good friends. I've met so many people on my solo vacations to Miami at the Fountain Blue that I still keep in contact with till this day. So if you're going on a solo trip to Miami, I say Fountain Blue is your best bet. Um, listen, there's a lot of people that say that they can't stand Miami. They hate Miami, this, this, and that, and... I just realized that the people that say that they don't like Miami is usually the people who don't know what to do in Miami and they only know South Beach. Listen, 
as many times as I go to Miami, and that is a lot, I don't touch South Beach, okay? I mean, I barely touch the beach, period, when I'm in Miami, oddly, but I definitely don't touch South Beach. I don't hit Ocean Drive. We, I don't do any of that. So, yes, I get it. When you think about Miami, you think about Ocean Drive, but darling, no. I say come out of your pocket just a little bit more and enjoy the luxury part of Miami, the relaxing side of Miami. Miami has such a relaxing side. It like People don't think of relaxation when they think of Miami, but legit, I relax when I go to Miami because I don't go around the crazy. I don't go around the party, but when I need it, it's there. So yeah, I think people need to really rethink their idea of what Miami is because you can get everything you need there. You can get your fun, you can get your crazy, you can get your relaxation, you can get your luxury, and you can get quality people. It just depends on where you stay and where you choose to eat. So, restaurants, right? There's so many new restaurants in Miami and it's just like one after another. But they're all great. All the, the food at all these restaurants are great. I will say there seems to be a bit of a trend happening with um, Asian fusion restaurants. There's a lot of Asian and um, Peruvian cuisine restaurants. The fusion of the Asian and the Peruvian is just, it's a thing right now. It's a trend. I don't know. But a lot, a lot, a lot of the new restaurants are Asian. And I'm not mad at it. I don't hate it. I mean, there's times where I'm in Miami for three or four days and every single night I eat at a restaurant and it's Asian. And I don't give a shit because the food is so good and the menu is different at each place that it still allows for diversity in what you're eating. So I'm not mad at it. Love the Asian fusion. So I say Sexy Fish, which is really new, hasn't even been open a year, and it's really hard to get into, but it's a cute spot, the food is great, and the bar is always popping. So check out Sexy Fish if you're ever there. And then, of course, the one and only Poppy's Steak. Everyone loves Poppy's Steak. There's always a celebrity sighting there. It's really small, and again, really hard to get a table at, but if you can book in advance, Poppy's Steak, you gotta go to. Um, And then if you wanna get out of, you know, the crazy part of Miami. You can go down to Wynwood, and Wynwood, there's great restaurants down there. You can go to Le Chic, or you can go to Our House, and Our House turns into like a little club after, which is really cute. Um, so, yes. Oh, Our House also does a drag show on, I think, sa- Saturday or Sunday. I'm not sure. I think maybe Sundays they do drag shows, which is really cool. And I haven't been to it, but I want to check it out. So again, Miami speaks for itself. You can get turned there or you can relax. So I say it's number one. Number one and number two share the same spot for me. Okay. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, is the Hamptons. So the Hamptons, Montauk, both, you know, it's the same thing, but it's not the same thing. So uh, Montauk is about a three-hour drive from Connecticut, two hours from Manhattan. It's literally a relaxing place. It's beach, (laughs) flip-flops, beach waves, and good food. Listen, when you're in Montauk, you get 
great food, great atmosphere, and good people. We, I've met so many great people in Montauk. We've become friends with people that we would have never met if we weren't in Montauk. Um, and we also make sure that we stay at one or two places. But they're both gurneys. <laughs> so there's Gurney Star Island and then there's the Gurney Resort. Um, Gurney Star Island we prefer and we prefer for more than one reason. One, it's a little bit cheaper than the resort on the beach, um, but you still get water because it's on a marina and you still have a private little beach, which is really cute. Um, But we like it better because the rooms are not so spread apart like the resort. So at the resort, you have like kind of rooms down the road. And if you want to get to the main building, you legit have to drive. And that's kind of annoying. So we stayed there once and we were like, yeah, never again, not doing this. So we prefer Star Island, which is about 15 minutes away from the resort. Um, But the food at both places are great. Scarpetta. Everyone knows Scarpetta. Scarpetta is in the resort, and it is the number one restaurant. And I think the only five-star restaurant in Montauk, but I could be wrong. Um, And then you have Showfish, which is in the Gurney Star Island, um, which is also really good. So we kind of go to both of these places whenever we're out there. Duryea's. Duryea's is an outdoor, on-the-water Boats. I mean, it's the place to go to when you're in Montauk. You have to go there. They have a great crab. I think it's a lobster salad. So it's huge. It's listen, Duryea's is again the spot. You may see some celebrity sightings. Um, there's also Navy Beach. There's Crow's Nest. So there's a bunch of spots in Montauk that you can go have a great time. You can have good food. As long as, especially if you're with great people. I mean, listen, we have a great crowd of friends that we hang out with. And whenever we're in Montauk, that's what we do. We hang out with good people. Um, Also, we will be in Montauk for the 4th of July weekend. So anyone that's in Montauk next weekend, you might see us. You might find us at Scarpetta. You might find us at Duryea's. Who knows? I just know. I'm so ready for the 4th of July weekend. I Listen, for me, it's a five-day weekend, and I'm ready to turn it up. I'm Listen, your girl likes to – well, I'm not going to say I like to party. I'm going to take that back before I even freaking say it. I don't like to party. I like to have a good time, and I have a good time whenever I'm in Montauk. I also have to mention, on the way out from Montauk driving back home – we always make sure we stop at Goldberg's for a Flago. Now, for those of you who never had a Flago or don't know what a Flago is, it's a bagel and they like flatten it somehow and they make sandwiches with it and it's like just the best. Like it like literally Goldberg's has the best breakfast sandwiches. I'm I'm a Goldberg's girl. So yeah, check out Goldberg's if you're ever in the Hamptons. Check out Scarpetta, check out Showfish, check out Duryea's. And if you're in East Hampton, CC is a great restaurant. It's Mediterranean, it's on the water, it's really pretty. The food there is also really good. So yeah, guys, that is my list of my summer weekend trips for 2022. Guys, number five, just for a recap, was Newport. 
Number four was New York City. Number three was Washington, D.C. Number two slash number one was Miami. <laughs> and number one was Montauk, the Hamptons, whichever you prefer. But it's an easy drive to go back and forth. I say if you're in the tri-state area and you're looking for weekend trips that you don't have to spend a lot of money on or spend five days doing anything, these places are great to go. So I know it took me a while to get this episode out, but guys, I promise, 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 I will be back on my regular schedule of every two weeks. So today is Saturday, the 25th of June. And that means we will have another episode in two weeks which will be the 16th of July. And I'll give you all the scoop on the 4th of July, everything that happened, all that we did, because we always have a great time, a lot of fun. Um, and we have great friends. We really do have good friends. And so I really want to take the time right now to shout out all of our couple friends, all of our married friends, all of our getting married friends. I mean, it really is key to have good people around you because it's literally, it's the key to life. You know, the company you keep says a lot about who you are. And so good people is always essential to have around you guys. So I hope everyone is staying healthy and staying safe. And I hope you all have a great 4th of July. And I will be back in two weeks with all the tea on the 4th of July weekend. Thanks for tuning in. And guys, don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram. The Instagram name is at the A-list podcast underscore. The A-list podcast underscore. Go follow, like, share, get all your friends to listen because we're trying to take this to the top, y'all. Hello. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening and talk to you guys later. Are you looking to improve your overall health and wellness but can't find the time to make it to the gym or work out with a personal trainer? Then check out trainwithacoach.com for all of your personal online fitness needs.